What's the number one thing on planet Earth that I hate? Inefficiency. And I had an experience with FedEx trying to get a package delivered that screamed inefficiency on 10 different levels. And I, I don't, I'm not even mad at them. I just want to fix them because it was easily avoidable inefficiency. And you're a fixer. Yes. And can I tell you where it started? I, they give in a chat option to track a package, mm-hmm. you know, into whatever I had to try to reschedule it. And so you type in your name and your email address and a phone number where they can call you and the usual like basic info. And then you hit start chat and it says, we are connecting you with the next available chat customer service agent. You are 77th in line <laughs> or in the queue. <laughs> and I'm thinking, why would you even tell me that? Like, no matter how fast it goes. You like, still feel momentarily defeated by the number 77. Yes. And, yeah. and to their credit, I think it took about five minutes and they and they update it like every 30 seconds. So I went from like 77 down to 68, down to 61, down to 54. Yeah. And it went fairly quickly. But like... Don't tell people something that can't be perceived as good news. Maybe um, maybe they could work on their discretion a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I just, I just, I, d- number one is inefficiency and number two is dumb. And that was inefficient and dumb. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for overnight delivery services because even when they're inefficient and dumb, it is pretty remarkable to get something sent from Fort Worth, Texas to your doorstep in less than 24 hours. You know, people used to die for that kind of- I know. uh, It was impossible and then it would take them a week and then they'd die along the way. It's the Oregon Trail. Uh, My name- The what? The Oregon Trail. Oh, I think you said the Oregon Trail. Oregon? Right, I thought you said Oregon. I did say Oregon. Oh, like Oregon, like something you play. Yeah, you said Oregon. Oregon Trail. Right. I thought you said Oregon. Okay. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the game, the Oregon Trail, because that just reminded me that's the best game ever. Oh, it was. was Did you ever get to act it out in school? Act it out? I don't think so. Is that an option? Not act it out. So when I was in fourth grade, and this is one of my fondest memories of elementary school, truly. And I don't remember how long we did this, but it was like a class thing. It was a it was a study that we did when we were studying like that era. And we got divided up into teams. And then we would play a game of like Oregon Trail. And we would have to make team decisions together. And then there would be consequences. Like you would, so you would decide as a group whether you were going to spend the money on bullets or wagon wheels. Yes. And then you would decide on wagon wheels and then you would run out of food because you couldn't shoot a bison. And then there's like one person that has to leave the table because they died. Because that decision, you know, affects the whole thing. But it was a really cool, I mean, if ever a group project, Oregon Trail is a great, like, that's a great group project. I have a whole comedy bit around the Oregon Trail 
that I think I've tried once or twice, but I have to keep refining it because I believe that there, the, the, the country, the society is weaker because the games have become more tender, right? Like with Oregon Trail, this is the premise. This is the start of, of my comedy bit about the Oregon Trail. Like when you signed on to play Oregon Trail, it said like you, you typed in your own name and then you had to type in the names of three other people that you really, really love. Right. So you always type in mom, you always type in dad, then you type in like your best friend. Mm-hmm. And then the game is trying not to kill the people that you love. And not just like, oh, they got killed by a headshot from across the battlefield. No, like they died of snake bites and dysentery and they drowned like horrible deaths. I'm supposed to say, could you imagine dying of dysentery? That I don't even know. Does dysentery still exist? What is it? Is it a digestive one? Do you I thought it was like a digestive one. You just diarrhea to death? I think so. You just, you'd literally poop to death. I think so. Okay. Well, and, and that, you're outside and you're on, it's not like we have modern conveniences like right. toilet paper and lovely restrooms and, you and, know, poopery. And then it, <laughs> and then it pops up on the screen where it says mom has died of dysentery and it's awful. And it's like kind of your fault. Because you chose the path. Right. You chose to try to get across the river instead of going downstream and crossing at the bridge. So it's just, I think there's something now where you're like, even the most violent games, they're all total strangers, right? You don't know who the people are. You're not saying, like, you're not playing some violent video game and you're in the trenches with your best friend and your dad. No, they're (laughs) strangers. They get shot in the head. Who cares? And then it doesn't pop on the screen and say, like, you killed your cousin. Yeah. Anyways. I do miss the choose your own adventure themes of the 90s. Like, did you ever read the choose your own adventure books? Totally. 100%. Did you skip ahead or did you, like, read in order? Um, I'm sure I skipped ahead to see which outcome I liked better. But um, it was kind of a genius concept for a book. Totally. What happened to those? It's kind of sad. They might still still around. They might still be around. Or people don't read books anymore. Oh, that's sad. I wonder if there's a way to do a choose. Oh my gosh. What about a choose your own adventure podcast where you do the show and then you say, if you would like to hear what happened to Callie in fourth grade, listen to episode 26. If you would rather hear Jeff get squirt in the face with a squirt gun filled with hot sauce, listen to episode eight. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking like the logistics of that make my head want to explode. But, you know, eventually how cool would it be if you could choose your own segment? Never mind. I'm not even going to say it. You can. I think Choose your own segments and then yes. create your own radio show based on segments that you like. I think there is a market for... I think the future of podcasting is that what will there what you will do is you will build your own show. So you might like 
the kind of silly. You might like Jeff Dollar feel, phone scams. Right. Feel good, you know, banter of Callie and I, but you also might like to laugh at a phone scam, but you want news, right? But you don't want like news that somebody would consider biased. You just want somebody to read you facts. Mm-hmm. So you could go pick a, our show, then you could put a phone scam in, then you could put a, like, I don't know what it's called, like a basic news mm-hmm. and then a, and then a weather report and you stack it up and that's what you listen to. If you're a more conservative person and you want more conservative news, you could pick a conservative newscast and then something funny. And then something like if your kids get out of the car, you could, you know, some like a comedian that's more risque and you yeah. build that stack. That's where I 100% believe that's where this is going. And if you um, are the proud owner of a billion dollars and you would like to invest in that idea, please give us a call. Yes. And Jeff would love for you to be an investor in that brilliant idea. Wouldn't even take that much. Uh, you don't think for, yeah, it would. No way. It's already a billion for advertising staff, all of that kind of a stuff. A billion? No way. I could do it. Don't you just want a billion dollars? That would be nice, but I I could do it for much less than that. So if, if, we, if you have much less than a billion dollars, call us. <laughs> if you, we'll take that too. Yeah. If you want to invest $75, call us. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. A whole bunch of um, business stuff that we have to take care of uh, right on the top of the show. First, uh, just a heads up that because uh, we know a lot of you are interested in the stuff that happens behind the scenes. Uh Six months ago, I found myself at this podcasting convention and all these people were lining up talking to me because I didn't know it at the time, but like our show was sending off alarm bells in the podcasting world because of how quickly it grew and how passionate the audience was. 4,000 reviews, I think, we're up to. All of them are five-star or most of, enough of them are five-star that it averages out to be a five-star review. So we met with a firm that's, that helps us sell ads on the show while we were out there, and we really liked them, and they really liked us. So we said, okay, Let's work together, but only for six months. They're like, well, we normally only do one or two-year contracts. And we're like, nope, if you want to work with us, it's only going to be for six months. And they said, okay. And now, for the six months is coming up. And now for like the, I think for like the first time really in my life, in the pet since at least in a, in a long time, I think we're being courted. I think we're being courted too. It's really interesting. I wouldn't even consider the agent thing courting because he like would call us, but then not call us. But then. Yeah, that didn't count. He just disappeared, didn't he? Yep. Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood disappeared. And we sent him one of our fancy gifts. Oh, we did. Didn't we? He's out. Yeah. So here's what we need. A billion dollars and an agent. (laughs) (laughs) We're not asking very much. Um, but yeah, so the guy's coming to take us to dinner tonight and we're having a meeting about what the future of the show looks like. So it's really cool. Here's what I want to know. I want to know, cause we're pretty, we're not isolated. Like you're in podcast groups and stuff like that, but I really don't know where we rank for him. Like I want to know kind of in terms of not asking him to like rate his clients or whatever, but I would like to know, are we doing well? Are we doing average? Like we think we're doing well for our standards, but where do we measure up to his? That's what I want to ask him. Cause he's, I really have no clue. He's flying to Atlanta to buy us dinner. I know, but I want to flat out ask. They sent us a bunch of Christmas gifts. Like we got a cutting board. 
We, we got did. A, we got a Yeti coffee mug. We did. Just random things just showed up. They sent a plant when your mom passed. A that plant, was really yeah. nice. They so. sent a champagne when we did our 100th, 100th episode. They're really great. But I do want to ask that because I really don't have a measuring stick for that. It feels good to be wanted. We recorded a conversation with our branding expert, Leah, and she is with Telia Agency. And as you know, we're in the process of branding the Callie and Jeff umbrella of things that we want to do. So she is our expert and we have called her kind of like a conductor because she's kind of like conducting the show right. of the Callie and Jeff brand. And she is really a great cheerleader because she was a fan of the upside before we worked with her. So she pumped us up a little bit and the episode's coming out next week, but I want you to hear a little bit of it because we're so excited because we just got off the phone with her a couple minutes ago. You guys have limitless possibilities, like completely limitless. So I think I actually get more excited. Not that y'all don't get excited, but <laughs> I can actually see the concept and everything come to life in my head. Um, whether it, obviously you have the upside, the podcast, if we do events, if we do books, I really want y'all to do a book, by the way. And y'all can do so many different books. Um, but there are so many limitless things that can fall under the Callie and Jeff brand that not just I would love, but like you said before, I'm an, I am a part of your community. That's what got me involved with you guys. I followed Callie for forever. And the reason I liked her was because she was uplifting and she was real. And she, you know, she said her bad days, but then she said something upside to, to go along with it, which is what I loved. Um, so what's awesome is that with everything that I know that we are going to just kick button and roll out. I know that you guys have a community that will support it 1000%. And what's cool is you got your engagement rate. We actually went back into the numbers. Your engagement rate is no joke, like 70%, which is insane. And if any influencers are listening, that is, that is like a marketer's dream because the normal engagement rate, you're literally looking at less than 3% really for an influencer. Um, and y'all's numbers, when we got back your surveys that your community was so nice to fill out, it wasn't just little words here or there. Your community dives in so hard to what you guys stand for. So I just think they're going to be like when they see everything roll out that I want to like really push with you guys, I think they're going to just be blown away. We love her so much because I, I struggle and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, Callie, but like, I just think that we're lucky. <laughs> like, I don't think like she pumps us up and it's like, I don't know. I'm not, she saying should be our agent. I'm we not, could kill two birds with one stone. I'm not saying it right, but like she, I believe in the movement and I believe in the community that's created. She believes in us. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And I struggle with that so much because I'm like, oh, it's fine. Anybody could get a group of people together and do gratitude. I know. And, but it's not like, it's just, it's, it's been, I don't know. It's just, it's going to be her. We talked, we she's, probably, she's our, she's our hype man. She is our hype man. And we probably spent, oh God, we have spent hours talking about community and the power of community and what that means. Um, so anyways, we're excited to share that if, with you. And if you couldn't tell, she loves 
y'all. Like she's in it with you. Like she's an upsider. She's one of us, but she thinks that the community, this is the greatest community that she's ever been a part of, like on any level. So uh, thank you for being so open with her in your surveys. And we are happy to get your feedback that you like hearing about this process because we like bringing you along with it. So, so that'll yeah. be in a bonus episode next week. And we have a bonus episode coming out later today. Yeah. The bonus episode later today is the second part of the Q and a, the questions and answers that we did while we were drinking wine the other day. I night. was about to say we were definitely drinking wine. And I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea or a bad idea. And everyone was in, on Instagram was like, Oh, with wine involved, definitely a good idea. So that that'll be out. This, that'll be out uh, this afternoon. If you're listening to this on the day of release, um, all right. An idea as we as we check off things on the on the business stuff. An idea, Callie, that I came up with that that I hope you don't think is too radio like. Okay, pitch my, it to me. My idea is, and I'm, I want to just qualify this. We have such good participation when we give away those Brown and Company jewelry gift certificates, when we give away Amazon gift cards, we give away prizes and stuff like that. What if we just made Fridays, Free Stuff Friday on the show? I love it. And we would just come up with stuff that we like and that we can 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 get and then and I don't know how we give it away like I don't know if it's a simple text contest I don't know if it's hey go comment on a picture on Instagram or whatever but we just give it we'll, we'll figure it out over the next couple of days but every Friday is just free stuff Friday and we feature something and we give it away I'm totally into that and sometimes it'll be like one thing but sometimes it could be five of the same thing or five different things but it would all yeah it's fluid it's fluid as they say so you're in? Yeah, I'm totally in. And I love the name Free Stuff Friday. You know what it kind of reminds me of? God, I am really 90s today. Oh, what? Everything reminds me of stuff from the 90s. Um, like it. what I think of in my head is the freeloader thing. Remember oh, back in the day? There's a radio station in Atlanta <sighs> called 99X. And if you were born and raised in Atlanta, you know about 99X and the morning show with Barnes, Leslie, and Jimmy and and Axel, who's back on the radio here in Atlanta and, and everybody. So- if you were a hardcore fan of that radio station, you were a freeloader and they would give stuff special. They would do special contests and prizes for their freeloaders. But everybody wanted a freeloader shirt, which is I think what you got when you joined. However, I would not know because you had to be 18. So I remember my best friend, Margo, her older brother had a freeloader shirt because he was 18. He was older than we were. So and I was so jealous and he had the card in his wallet and I could never be a freeloader. And it truly, 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 Back in the day, in the 90s, in Atlanta, Barnes, Leslie, and Jimmy, that might be, do you think that was one of the greatest radio shows maybe of all time? I I mean, I consider all of them. It's legendary though, right? You didn't yes. even live in Atlanta. Did you know them? Oh yeah. I was nervous when I met Jimmy Barron. Were you? In 2001, when I moved to Atlanta to work on the Burt Show, Jimmy Barron worked at 99X right down the hall. And um, I think I've told him this story, but- I, when I went in to introduce myself and talk to him, like I was nervous. That was, oh, that was such a good show. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so free, free stuff, or do we call it freeloader Friday? Oh my gosh. I bless the nineties, love the nineties, but leave it there. 
Freeloader or Free Stuff Friday? Free Stuff Friday. I okay. don't think we can take Freeloader. That is legendary status. It needs to be like on a plaque on a wall somewhere. All right. Give us 24 hours and we'll figure out what our first Free Stuff Friday giveaway will be. I have a kind of exciting thing to say. And that is that I feel like I am back to life. And I don't know if I've touched on this. Have I touched on this at all on the show before? About your blog post? Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. So pretty much last year, last January, we had a miscarriage and I kid you not. And we had several big things happen to us last year, but I really didn't feel myself in my own skin until January of this year. The, I, I think what happened last year was something the past couple years is it was just one of those seasons of life where as soon as you get back up on your feet, something kicks you in your knees again. Yeah. So eventually you just take more and more time to get up. I think what happened is kind of the miscarriage was the first thing. And I shared very openly about that because I thought it was so important and I still really, really do. And I'll, I'll always be open to talking about it. And then Jeff got fired. And I feel like last year I was almost at max capacity of being raw, like of sharing and just... That makes sense. You know what I mean? So my blog, when I started it, I was never a fashion blogger or anything like that, but I started it years ago before we had the show talking about gratitude and just things that were on my mind. And when I say lifestyle, it was kind of like the same vibe and tone that we have on here. And then I have on my Instagram stories. It was like being better a little bit at a time and in a realistic attainable way. So I, my blog didn't get a lot of love last year. I did some gift guides, which is great, but, um, I just was not feeling like myself and I have done it. I am back. I did my first blog post this week. Nice. The topic of the blog post is how to be a morning person. Uh, Cause Callie has learned that lesson over the past two years. Well, here's what I realized. And here's why I w- wrote the post you and I together. Cause I've been working in um, early news for three and a half years and you worked in morning radio for 25. Right. So, and you've taught me a lot of things about waking up sleep cycles, all of this kind of stuff. Um, not sleep cycles, but how to get into a good sleep cycle and things to do to like make that a plus and there, there was a guy, can I, cause only cause you said sleep cycles and I always, I love this story. Okay. There's a guy who came to a radio convention. There's a radio convention every year of morning show personalities. It's called morning show Boot Camp. Mm-hmm. There's a guy who came to morning show Boot Camp once a million years ago. And he had, he did this whole study on sleep cycles and he told, he told everybody in the room that because of the way the body works, you have to break your sleep down into 45 minute chunks and you always want to wake up at the top of one of those 45 minute chunks. Okay. So you want to sleep for 45 minutes or an hour and a half or three hours or four and a half. Right. So Mm -hmm. like he had this whole thing and I tell you every morning guy in the country swore by it for like a year. They were like. Oh my gosh. I my life is too drastically That's different. That's by the way, a great guy to have at a morning show boot camp. Right. Except, right. Except it was all made up. Like it had no basis in reality. <laughs> Everybody's sleep cycle is different. <laughs> Everybody's sleep cycle alters itself from night to night. So this guy had the entire country. I think I even did it for a few months. I'm like, oh, gotta sleep in 45 minute chunks. No. 
worthless. But anyways, sleep cycles. Yes. Getting into sleep routine, I think. Sleep is what routine. You meant. Yes. Is what I meant. So combined, we have 28 years of experience waking up early. And that is an impressive number. That is almost 30 years of, of experience waking up early. So I wouldn't, I'm not going to say we're experts, but if we're good at anything, that's pretty, pretty like top of the list right there. And I'm not telling you I get a perfect sleep every night because, you know, not every night is perfect. But I am telling you that I have put together a list of these six things that give me my best sleep ever. And I'm telling you, I wake up in the morning feeling like a morning person, even though I am not. I am a night owl by nature. Is this the... um but uh, is this blog post the living on CaliDollar.com? It lives on CaliDollar.com right now. And I'm going to read to you the first two. Okay. And then I don't want to, it's too long to read the whole thing, but you can tell me if I nailed it or not. Cause I don't even think you've read the post. Have you? I have not. Okay. Number one, set everything. And I mean, everything out the night before. Yes. And if you can't set it out, leave yourself a note on where it is. I set out everything. I set out my, I set, I put my underwear in the bathroom so I can do that faster. I lay out all my skincare products in the order I'm going to use them because here's the thing. If you don't lay things out, what happens in the morning when you're trying to get ready in a certain amount of time without fail, you will wait, you will, something will throw you off. Oh, I can't find this. Oh, yep. is that in the dryer? Oh, whatever. And when you are running on a tight schedule in the morning, something like that, not being able to find your ID badge or whatever can throw off your whole day. Yep. Oh, I thought you were going to have more to say about Oh, that. no, that's no, that's great. Yep. <laughs> Number two, set a bedtime and make it a non-negotiable. You're much better at this, but you still... Like, I still have to prompt you every now it's and hard. again. I know, but your bedtime is also ridiculously early. No, I was saying it's hard. It's hard, but I wasn't finished with that thought. Sorry. It's hard, but you're really good having a partner in it with you to say you have to get in bed because Jeff pushes me every night if I'm kind of slacking. Um, but I have a bedtime six, six o'clock every night. I take Ambien six 30. It is bedtime and it is like an episode of, is it chopped where they're like, they count down and then you have to drop everything that you're doing and get in bed. Yep. But I, and if you notice, I don't har harass you about it every night. I harass you Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, because if you're Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, so technically I guess it's Sunday night, Monday night, or Tuesday night. If one of those days is screwed up, the rest of your week is screwed up. Mm. Yep, that's true. So you all, so it's especially, especially important in the first half of the week. So I have six tips. If you want to learn to be more of a morning person, maybe it's under your control, maybe it's not. But if you're a night owl and you want to transform yourself into a morning person or you got an early flight or something, trust me on this. Me and Jeff have almost 30 years of experience waking up early. Go to CaliDollar.com and it's the first post waiting for you. All right. I had a video. Okay. That's the end of the business stuff regarding the, the show. That kind of was, a, that was the blog a post wasn't really business. That was like, right. Okay. But there was a winding road of exciting stuff. It was now just, uh, something more like randomly superficial, but a video that I posted and I think it was my posting. Maybe, I don't know if it was posted anywhere else, but somehow a video that I posted on my Instagram account the week after we launched this show 
made it on Ellen's Instagram account, Ellen DeGeneres. What is the video? Now, this is the second time in two weeks that we have gotten close to Ellen. Because remember a couple weeks ago, we did the story of the Lyft driver mm-hmm. whose tuition bill was- I think it was Uber, but yeah. Uber driver whose tuition bill was settled up by the random rider. Uh-huh. And then Ellen had them on her show a couple yep. of weeks later. Okay. On August 15th, I posted a video of two women trying to get off a moving ski lift. One of them kind of falls off to the side. The other one jumps off the front and then gets whacked right in the back of the head by the ski lift and falls right on her face. We talked about it in the first week of this show, how much I love videos of people falling down. Uh-huh. And a bunch of people just sent me their videos. Mm-hmm. That one was my favorite. I posted it on my Instagram account. Was it the person's video that sent it? It was her sister. So the person who fell, oh her, gosh, name, that's funny. her name is Jessica Goodman. Um, her sister, Kristen, is the one who sent it to me. And I laughed about it and I shared, put it on there and that was it. And I haven't thought about it since then, right? Well, it, it got 20,000 views on my Instagram account. Somebody grabbed it off of TikTok mm-hmm. or grabbed it, I think, off of my account, put it on TikTok where it got six and a half million views. Somebody from Complex, which is, uh, they like they post just, they just generate tons of content, mm-hmm. took it off of TikTok, and then Ellen took it from Complex. Wow. So it's basically like you work for Ellen. Yes. Is what you're saying. So I'm going to add to my resume producer for the Ellen DeGeneres show. Right. Just go to the the Ellen show on Instagram and know that the video of the woman getting off the chairlift or the ski lift or whatever it's called, it she's Jessica Goodman. And uh, thank her for the laugh. One thing that I've really been struggling with as we're trying to get pregnant is walking through the aisles at the drugstore to get tampons because you have to walk through the baby aisles. I don't know in what world that makes sense, but I have hated going to drugstores for the past couple of months. Enter Lola. Lola is a feminine care subscription that you can customize just to your cycle. So you only get what you need and it's delivered to your house. And we know that if it can be delivered to my doorstep, I am totally into it right now. And if you've been thinking, okay, yes, I kind of want to try Lola, but that sounds like kind of a a big commitment. Um, they're giving you a trial set for 30% off. The trial set's $5. They're giving you 30% off when you go to mylola.com and enter the code upside. So again, that is a $5 trial set. You'll get 30% off that. Visit mylola.com and enter the code upside at checkout. Skillshare is all about maximizing creativity in 2020. Have you gone to Skillshare.com slash upside and claimed your two months of free classes? They got classes on all sorts of topics, but creativity is where it's at this week. They've got a class on eight ways to nurture your creative energy in the new year. They've got do-it-yourself class, classes that'll help you have a more creative year. And they've got productivity classes so you your big creative goal can be a reality. There's a creative star named Kate Ahrens who's got five productivity exercises that she's ready to teach you so you can achieve any goal. Skillshare.com slash upside. Two months waiting for you of unlimited classes. Skillshare.com slash upside. 
We talk a lot about therapy on this show, and you know that Jeff and I are huge fans of it, but we've also been the people going to therapy for the first time, and trust us, we know how scary and intimidating it can be, especially when you feel like you're so busy, you barely have time to get in the car and make your way to an appointment. So let us help you by pointing you in the direction of betterhelp.com. It might be a great solution for you. They have got over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists all across all 50 states, and you can communicate with these um, licensed therapists through text, through chat, through phone, and through video, and you can start communicating with them in under 24 hours. So how easy is that? Worried about financial aid? It is available for those who qualify. Upsiders can get 10% off your first month with discount code UPSIDE. Go to betterhelp.com slash UPSIDE and then enter the code UPSIDE in where it asks for your discount code. Somebody posted a quote in our in our Facebook group and I reach, it hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so brilliant. And I, I shared it on Instagram and I've gotten so many comments over the past 24 hours that I want to give it, I want to put it up in lights. I, I honestly don't think that I saw it. I want to give it all the attention it deserves. The quote says, somebody told me, quote, the problem with putting others first is that you've taught them that you come last, end quote. And that hit me hard. Wow. And I never thought about that. Like, I never really thought about the fact that every interaction with another person is not just you showing them the type of person you are, but it's also you training them on how you will be treated. That is next level awesome. And that is so true. And I think it's true in friendship. It's true in romantic relationships. I think it's true at work. It's true in every, it's true in every interaction. It could be like, like you said, a romantic relationship, coworker, boss, subordinate, all of that. But even if you're at a restaurant buying a, like, like a Starbucks ordering a coffee, like, your brain is making an assessment of the type of person that the cashier is and the cashier is making an assessment of the type of person you are and what they could get away with. Like, I, I mean, it's, that just blew my mind because I never really thought of, of you, a person training other people on how they treat you, right? Well, I think we have this thing, at least I know I do, and I don't know where I got this from, that you're just supposed to be nice to everybody, like fluidly nice, you know, like no questions asked, no boundaries, just be nice to everyone and help everyone and do. And I don't think that that's necessarily true. It's true to an extent, but taking care of yourself and setting those boundaries for yourself are also really important. So putting everyone else first all the time doesn't benefit you. And I think that it's possible that you could, I think there are people that would take advantage of that Mm -hmm. because they see it. And then there's other people who take advantage of it without ever acknowledging it. They just know, like eventually you become the person who will take care of it. You'll become the person who picks up the slack. You'll become the person who always makes the dinner plans in the relationship because your significant other won't or whatever. And even if you like doing that by nature, I know people and it's, it's people that they're, they're people that I love in my life, 
But I'm like, eventually you are just going to break into a million pieces because not one person can do everything for every single person. Right. It's and not, it's not possible. And it's up to you to set that boundary, but you gotta, you gotta set it with other people. Like you have to say, I come first here and it I have to take time for me here or I've got to do this because it's what's right for me. And I think it's also important to acknowledge that the boundary that's being set, you don't have to say it out loud. No. You don't have to tell other people what it is. You just have to, in your head, know that it's there Mm -hmm. and that it's okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So I wish that I was better at that. And I think I will be better going forward, but I wish I, I had it in me just to say, Hey, there's something not fair about this relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking of a professional relationship, but you could say it to a family member. You say it to a friend, you could say it to a, 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 a romantic, like a partner. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was about to say lover, but that's such a weird, lover. you could say it to a <laughs> lover. But if, if something I don't know. Like you just don't not say it because the more you don't say it, the more you're going to condition the other person to. Can keep you doing think it. of an example? Like, because I know that you struggle with this in the workplace. Can you think of a workplace example where if you could rewind and be in a situation where where you would set some boundaries for yourself? Can you come up with that on the spot? Like, is that something you have in your head of a work? Yeah, how get, you could I be get, at work and say, you know what? Like, no, I wouldn't. You're put like Callie's putting her hands up, like, ooh, like almost like wincing. Like, like I would, if I could go back, I can think of some situations at my last job where I, I don't think I ever truly took a vacation because I never had complete trust in the people who would be handling it while I was gone. Mm hmm. And I'm aware that half of that is me being a control freak. Yeah. But the other half of that is some of some, there was some situations where it was shown to me like, Hey, the ball's going to get dropped. I wish I went to my bosses and said, Hey, you know what? I work really hard for you. I deserve this vacation. My wife deserves my undivided attention. My friends deserve my undivided attention on vacation. So I'm leaving. This stuff didn't get done. It's not my fault. I'm not going to micromanage it to get it done. But I did a lot of stuff to save other people's butts. Right. Not not because, oh, I'm going to save your butt or because I wanted all of that. But I was like, in my mind, I was doing it for the show. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the show has to be perfect. Well, it does. But I'm not the only one who has to make it perfect. So not only did I jip myself out of the vacations, but I jipped the people who were, who were dropping the ball. I jipped them out of the experience of like, Oh crap gets real. If I don't do this. And I jipped my bosses out of the opportunity to identify who the really good and really bad employees were. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was trying to make that kind of like, if you're in a work situation that, you know, where you always say yes, or you're always the fixer and you never put things down. Maybe that's a challenge to you to put something down. And maybe if you're the friend that always says, yes, yes, I'll be there. Yes, I'll do this. Yes, I can do that for you. Yes, I can do that for you. And you know, you really can't, 
next time say, I'm so sorry, but I can't do that. And you don't even have to give a reason why, which has been a big thing for me because I always want to give the why and explain away and, and make sure nobody ever gets disrupted by me having to say no. So when you're doing that, like maybe practice saying no in that relationship, just because you can't realize that you got to put yourself first right now and then don't give a why. Just say, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't. Hmm. Done. So hard to do, but I know exactly it what is. you're talking about. It is, but it gets easier with practice, I think, because I still, when I have to tell people no, I want to give them 50 million reasons why. And Robin, my my boss at work, Robin Mead, wrote a book years ago about anxiety. And one of the chapters in her book is no is a complete sentence. Yes. Wow. <laughs> this this show has been a journey. We started on the Oregon Trail. Oh, we did start on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, with your mom dying of pooping to death. And we're ending with no being a complete sentence. Life lessons. Wow, what a show. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. The last life lesson that we had on the show uh, a few days ago came from the movie Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. And so many people sent messages about that movie and the lessons that are woven into it. We've got to watch adults, it. Adults. Adults yes. said them that I think we are going to have to be the adults who don't have kids in the house who watches Frozen 2. I think we have to. And you know what else I think we have to watch? Because I've heard that this is a super upsidey movie as well. Well, I don't know if it's a movie or a series, I forget, but Cheer on Netflix. Okay. Have you heard everyone is talking about it, but it is people are talking about it in a have something to root for good energy, feel good thing. All right, but it's not going to put me as a as a, a an adult man with no kids around me on some sort of watch list if I'm watching Frozen 2 and a cheerleading documentary in the same night, is I it? I think probably like everyone's cues are that. We're probably flagged because we don't have those in our cues. Hi, my name's Mike. I'm uh, from Colorado Springs. I'm a deputy sheriff here, and I just love listening to the show on my way to work. Um, dealing with negative people all day was starting to make me negative and this has really helped me get a better perspective on my day before I get to work Uh, keep up the good work and I'm trying to get caught up I'm behind a couple months love the show bye audible brings books to life right to your device any device anytime anywhere with the audible app so if you want to listen to something while you're commuting while you're at the gym during your travels wherever audible is going to keep you company and right now they're going to do it at over 50 percent off right now for a limited time you can get three months of audible for just 6.95 a month that's more than half off the regular price you can choose one audiobook and two audible originals absolutely free Go to audible.com slash the upside or text the upside to 500-500 and get an access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, and more. And listen wherever you are, whenever you want. Plus, you own your audiobook library and you get to keep it forever, even if you cancel. Once again, audible.com slash the upside or text the upside to 500-500. 
Hey, Callie. Um, you are not alone when it comes to not having work friends versus personal friends. I have learned the hard way that work can be cutthroat. And when you're in charge of that person, too, or have something to do with their employment, as Jeff knows, it doesn't go over the greatest because some people can't separate the personal friendship and the work relationship. So you're not alone. Thanks for everything you guys do. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, my name is Adam, and I'm from Gainesville, Georgia. This is my first time leaving a message, so it's kind of weird and exciting. Um, I just died laughing when we were talking about the house shoes and the pillbox and stuff. I'm like, wait, I'm looking down at a pair of house shoes that I live in religiously, and I have another pair that I'm the same way with, and I have pillbox. Um, so yeah, Kelly, you're definitely not alone with finding a pillbox you love and the house shoes you love. They're comfortable. That's all I got. Love you guys. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, this is Sarah calling from Atlanta. I was listening to the show while I was getting ready and my husband overheard the issue about the check engine light and his suggestion is to change your fuel filter, Jeff. Okay, bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Susan, and I was listening to the Beagle, uh, Sadie being overweight message, and I have a Beagle. Um, you need to get her thyroid tested. Beagles tend to have underactive thyroid, and I have since started giving her um, thyroid medication once in the morning and once at night, and her weight has gone back down to normal, still eats like a pig. But she um, is of normal weight and activity. She's 13, and she can still uh, rub the stairs and run around and um, get up in the car. So um, try that out. Go see your vet, and uh, you might find that that might be part of the problem. Thanks. Bye. My name is Grayson, and I'm five, and y'all are the best, and um. Y'all great. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Emily. So I just had to pause the show because you're not going to believe this. But right as you were doing the quote um, from Anna from Frozen 2, my daughter's Anna doll that's in the car that sings started playing the music and singing that quote. I was like, wait, what? What's happening? So, anyways, I thought that was hilarious. Y'all have a fabulous day. Bye. Here we go, baby! And it's time to get up because we are always just everyday people doing amazing things! Energy on 10! Feeling good! Let's go out there and get it!